Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Professional Insights Podcast. Uh, it is season two, episode what? Eight. 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 Come episode, on. I don't know. Uh, my, name is, uh, my name is Brandon Curry. Josh Bond. Jeff Collins. I'm Trevor Lindy. Thanks very much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, so I wanted to rehash that. We've touched on a bunch of different options because, I mean, just with a lot of people retiring right now, um, people are and in and, and being packaged. No, what are you looking at you for? <laughs> Don't let the grays fool you. Yeah. 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 Not being uh, and, and some people also being uh, packaged out as well. I mean, I had a I had a call actually on the way in here to, to record um, from a client. They got their T four A and their T four A was uh, of an annuity that they had, um, and the annuity obviously had a guaranteed period because they took it out on the life of their daughter. Um, who has since passed away and however there was a guaranteed payment period after um, and so there's been a lot of questions just recently about annuities that I wanted to kind of cover so the, the first thing is uh, that you need to understand is that when when you well, what's are, an annuity so an annuity is basically uh, you giving an insurance company and there's there's many many different op- options you're giving them a lump sum of money either registered or non-registered and they're taking that and they're putting it into the market so most like most likely bonds uh, typically and no pun what intended. <laughs> and what they do is uh, they assume all the risk and they provide you money for life so rate rate okay. so it is guaranteed uh, until the day you die as a matter of fact even insurance companies have to take out insurance on those annuities so it actually has to be insured up to up to $2,000 by law per month. So even if the insurance company that you buy it through um, goes under, there's an insurance policy there that will keep paying it out up to $2,000 a month. There's, there's, there's so a that's formula. the max? 2000 is... for, No, no, for, for the insurance policy that okay. by law they actually have to take out. Okay. Right? Because... Most they just did they did an equation and mo- most of them because even with they won't insure the bridge benefit, so I'll kind of get into that in a second. So when you retire, there's there's two types of pensions: defined benefit or defined contribution. Defined contribution is pretty straightforward. You can it's in the name. You contribute, your company matches. All the risk is on you because however much money you in- invest and what you invest in all depends on how you're going to turn out in the long run. Then there's a defined benefit, which basically is a 2%, any 1.5% to 2% contribution to a fund. And the company actually has to keep putting in money to make sure that you are completely funded until the day you die. Right? And it's a, it's a, it's a set amount. It could be best five years, average of best five years. There's a whole bunch of different scenarios that you can get into. Um, so are these all employer-related yeah. So okay. yeah, your empl- very defined benefits very rarely exist now. Uh, it's, they're going by the way of the dodo bird because people are living longer, and therefore the um, the amount of money that companies have to keep putting in every so, single year. Sorry, quick question: a non-contributory would that be because it's in the word? The, non-contributory. The that's right. non So even though I might work for an employer, say that has a non-contributory pension, yes. I can't put any money towards it. Correct. But I, it wouldn't be a defi- it wouldn't be considered a defined benefit. 
So if you, if you're yeah. a non-contributory pension plan, meaning you don't you as the employee do not contribute, yes, your employer is contributing on your behalf, yes, that would be a defined benefit because they're contributing. That is a, okay. Yeah, okay. it's a non-contributory pension plan. Yeah. So the meaning the employee is not contributing to that pension okay. plan. Okay. Okay. So, but they're going by the way the dodo birds, anyways, because of of the amount of people living longer and the amount of money that needs to be on the books. So what you're seeing a lot of is the ability to take the commuted value of that defined benefit. So you're seeing that a lot with Chrysler, General Motors, Ford, all these types of companies that are trying to get them off the books. So what they do is they put into a formula and they go, okay, Jeff, you're retiring today. What's yeah, the, right. what, what, are the mar- <laughs> what are the markets like today? Uh, how much do we have to give? So let's just say, assume for a second that you are until the age of 65 you they'll pay you $3,500 a month taxable obviously and then at 65 your bridge benefit will fall off because that's supposed to be your CPP kicking in at 65 and then that will fall off and you'll get $2,300 a month thereafter until the day you die once you die if there's a, a spouse that's surviving there will be a survival benefit, and it could be anywhere from 66 two-thirds of what you were receiving of the $2,300. How much do we have to give Jeff Collins now in today's dollars so that he can invest in today's market in order to get that same benefit? One of the options that you can do is you can transfer it to an annuity. All right. So essentially, that annuity, according to the Income Tax Act um, and CRA, the, the Income Tax Act states that the annuity cannot be materially different than the defined benefit that, that the money's coming from, right? In order for it to be transferred tax-free, the money can be transferred tax-free into the annuity. So questions we get all the time, what does materially different mean? Well, um, it means that typically uh, it we take it they, when we called CRA and asked, um, they won't give us an answer. It's on a case by case basis. They won't. They, they, it's, like, it's basically in a roundabout day, they'll say, Well, uh, you'll find out when we audit you. And if we find <laughs> that it is materially different, we're going to go back till the day that you got. So you could have been retired for seven years. We'll go all the way sure. back. So, meaning if there's no guaranteed payment period, if there's no, there's a lot of things you can do with annuities if you do it with your own money. Either it could be guaranteed payment periods. It could be your surviving spouse gets the exact same amount of money uh, after you die. There's a ton of different uh, – you can have it inflationary protected. Tons of different things. Well, you can't do that. If your defined benefit that you're coming from didn't have those features, the annuity can't have those features. So you can't create them. No. So we need to literally take the defined benefit, look at it, and go, okay – Submit that because we broker it out. So we just submit it to all the companies, all the insurance companies that are out there. And we go, okay, come back and tell us we got, let's just use an amount, $750,000 for this, this pension. How much do we need? And sometimes the insurance company will say, well, the markets are great. We only need $700,000. Take your 50, we'll return fifty grand back to you. It'll be taxable. Or we need more. It's either going to fall short or be dead on, one of the two. Um, then from there, uh, it's guaranteed for the rest of your life until the day you die. Okay, that's that's the great because in 
150, 160 years that insurance companies been around in Canada, only one has failed. Only one has failed. And that'd be my luck. I'd be the right. second one. And that actual that because of the insurance on the on the annuity that they took, no one lost any money because that company ended up getting bought out by one of the big guys and everyone kept their same payments. Everything was all hunky dory. Unlike what you've seen with, let's use an example, Sears, which had a ton of pensioners. They went bankrupt. Um, according to uh, the federal government, pensioners right now, as it stands right now, are not a top creditor when it comes to... Um, uh, they're not secured. They're not, they're not a wow. secured creditor. And therefore, um, all the other vultures, banks, loans, preferred shareholders, all that are are before the pensioners. So I use this as example. If Sears went bankrupt, I don't know specifically, but if Sears went bankrupt and that pension was only 75% funded, well then everybody would have gotten a 25% haircut on their pension. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an automatic reduction. So, um, whereas an insurance company, that, that doesn't really happen. So that's why we always push people to the insurance company. Now, when we use non-registered uh, money and someone says, oh, I've got a hundred grand sitting in my savings account and I just want to buy an annuity with it, can you do something with it? Sure, we'll shop it around. Okay, so now, that's the question, sorry, Brandon, that I was going to get to. So then what are your restrictions on that? Because if you got $100,000 and you're rolling it to annuity, yep. then I, I didn't have any parameters in yep, terms of... there's no parameters. Okay. You can do whatever you want. So, okay. so you can put all the bells and whistles on it, uh, whatever gotcha. you want. Okay. Yep. So then there's two types of annuities. There's non-prescribed and prescribed when it comes to non-registered money. Uh, non-prescribed basically means um, it's the taxation that, that comes with it. Um, so let's just use a simple example. Bondo, you give me 100000 bucks. Well, obviously, the interest on $100,000 in the early years is going to be higher than the interest on the $50,000 20 years from now. Sure. Right? Yep. Because it's non-registered money, your principal is not taxed. Return of capital is not taxed. It's only the Gross. interest that's taxed. So that's non-prescribed. So your, your T4A, or the, that you're going to be receiving from the insurance company every year, is going to be higher in the early years than it would be in the later years because in the later years you're returning capital. So it becomes confusing at tax time. Well, so what they've created is something called a prescribed annuity. And a prescribed annuity basically just says, okay, insurance company, forecast it out for me. How much interest are, we gonna, are you planning to get off of this that you're gonna be returning back to the client? And they figure it all out and they're like, okay, it's gonna be X amount of money. Okay, great, can you just average that out over the life of the annuity? Sure. So right at the beginning of your annuity booklet, it says how much interest and how much principal is going to be returned every single year. Hence, my client called me this morning and goes, I'm confused. We have this annuity that pays us $100 a month, every single month, so that's $1,200 a year, but my T4A says that I'm only getting taxed on $624 or $648. Capital what's, what's the reason? Well, that's the reason. 648 is the interest. That's what you get taxed on. The 550 or whatever the, the balance is, that's a return of capital. You don't get taxed on that. And then that's why your T4A is kind of differently. Okay. Right? Whereas if it's registered money, 
and it comes from a defined benefit or a defined contribution pension plan, um, you end up, uh, it's 100% taxable because it's registered money. So does that make sense to everybody? Yeah, there? no, it it's makes perfect sense. sense. So it's just, I'm, I'm seeing What's the percentage they usually, an annuity would normally pay? What do you mean? Into, uh, like a, what percentage interest? So say I gave you a hundred grand. It's actually, it's actually top secret. We don't know. Okay. So like, top secret. no, literally we, we broker it out. So we broker it out to all the big guns out there. Um, and they don't tell us their formula. Their formula is in is, your experience. What do you, what do you see? Or does it vary that much? They don't tell us literally. Oh, you never know. We never know. So that's just we between the say, client and them. We literally, we literally fill out a form, um, online obviously. And, and say, okay, here is their is their document. Let's just say this is it's coming from a General Motors pension. Sure. And we say, hey, here's here's their pension. This is how much they were going to get. These are all the features that come with this pension plan. This is how much their commuted value is going to be: seven hundred and fifty grand or six hundred thousand dollars. Throw out a number. What can you do? Can you match it? It's either yes or no. We can match it, and if they can match it, it's either we have money left over, we'll return it which that's what you started getting in 2017, 2016, when the markets were really good. We're starting to get to ramp up again, but the payouts were still being pretty high. Yeah. Or it would be, hey, we need more money to match that. It's gonna be one of the two options. Okay. So, yeah. So is this kind of a way to protect people who have a pension right now from it being dissolved or anything like that? Is that the idea? Yeah, so I mean like the, the the one thing is, is if, if you've got a partner that you need survivor benefits from, I mean, we, we typically tell people to go to the annuity route because if you're not savvy in investing, um, then going the investing route, um, it can be nerve wracking for you. Like, let's say, I don't know. Ups, downs. Let, well, let's just say someone cuts Market you a check volatility. in February and just Donald Trump decides to open up his mouth a month later. and you know, the whole market goes down and the next thing you know, you're getting text messages from your client freaking out that his money uh, flipped out, <clears throat> Jeff. Um, but it did, you know, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes money, I made it all back though. Uh, sometimes, but, that, it, but so. the problem is though, is okay, it's easy to have that conversation with someone like Jeff, who's mm -hmm. young, but try that with Thank a you. pensioner. Mm -hmm. But try that with a pet. No, in mm -hmm. all seriousness, 60, try that. 62 years old. Try that with a 60, 65. So if you're a retail employee right now with a big pension where all the retail stores are just getting lopped off and going yeah. out of business, what yeah. would you suggest they do? Nine times out of 10, I usually sell the annuity and I broker it out and I show them what their options are. Mm -hmm. There are some savvy people that, like, I'll use my father as an example, who retired from General Motors at 55 because he could at that time. And. He knew he was gonna go into the consulting world. He knew he was gonna start his own business. And his biggest concern, the only problem that he had was one, he didn't want, obviously during the time, it was two years, three years after the whole financial crisis of GM going bankrupt. Mm -hmm. So that was his number one fear. He didn't want to keep his money in the defined benefit. And then two, um, he didn't want to throw it into an annuity because he knows that it has to match the defined benefit and if there was any money left over, i.e., God forbid, mom and dad both die in a car crash at the exact same time, well, that's it. Gone. It's gone. The money's yeah. gone. As not, not a tertiary benefit, uh, beneficiary. No, it's only a survivor spouse benefit. It has to match the pension, right? Yeah. So um, never drive with your spouse. <laughs> or fly. So then 
Um, so what he said was, he's like, no, let, let's just put it into some safe investments and some, some conservative portfolios. And, you know, we worked on a bunch of different strategies. But he, he decided to go with, I'm going to invest my own money route. And he's been working for the last seven years, and it, it's all worked out. Um, but he's also a fairly savvy investor. He reads the markets. He follows it on a, on a regular basis. Plus, so, he has you. Well, yeah, and he he doesn't he knows that there's ups and downs in the market, and he's he's gonna be working until sixty five anyway, so he's not too worried about it. But a lot of people, this is a lot of money that they're getting right at, right off the hopper for the <laughs> first time. So what they want to do is they don't want to worry; they just want that same amount of money going into their account every single month. So the best way to do that is through an annuity, <laughs> and a lot of people are not pushed towards that. A lot of banks and a lot of credit unions. Do not push that whatsoever. The reason is, is their model is not based on selling that as a product. So if you could speak to Sears employees in hindsight, say five years ago, what would you have said to them? Well, they never, not necessarily would those employees have been able to be given the opportunity to commute their pension. It's mm -hmm. either yes, you did or no, you didn't. It, it, so but if you could go back in time to and say you should have? Well, if they were given the opportunity mm -hmm. to, to get out of a defined benefit, it all depends on the, co the corporation. So I, the company calls that? Yes. The company decides yes, that? Yes, the company decides that. Because you're depleting assets out of, out of a defined benefit, right? But if they give you that option, they've done the math. They, they want it off their books, Yeah. Mm -hmm. right? Interesting. Mm -hmm. That is so interesting. Good it's stuff. Just, it's just something to, to think about. And You uh, see it in some law. I've seen a couple of them from a law, uh, like a... Uh, medical malpractice lawsuit. Yep. Yes. So they take the the settlement yes. and they put it into an annuity. So you'll see That's that. That's the only in, time in, I've in ever seen it. A car accident. I yep. had another client yep. call me up and said, uh, "I'm on like uh, whoever their car insurance provider was. They're in a bad car accident and they were on it for at least three or four years." And they said, "Okay, we want you off your books. Like we want you off the books. We want you yep. to get you off there. We're going to give you one hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. Find an annuity company just to take this risk." Yep and get it off our books and that's what you know and they'll call us up and then we'll broker it out and uh we'll we'll do that so it's the best way to go <laughs> cool nice. that's good all right thanks brandon yeah it's good it's informative all right well thanks very much everyone hope all is well and thanks for listening any questions like tweet us facebook us all that kind of stuff yeah mm -hmm. there. apple tv us apple yeah. tv us hey. spotify yeah. us spotify us yeah. google yeah. home us yeah i don't know how that's <laughs> happening but hey google pixel us good yeah yeah help us help, help. you Stay informed. Yep. Thank you. Ciao. Out. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. We all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Hey, 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 hey. Produced by Crier Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.